Are you listening? I'm a subscriber of BET Plus people and a lot of black people not, but huh, I support black entertainment. Welcome to No Shit Sherlock. <laughs> we talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am the Old Testament Petty, and I can't believe that Lance has just tried us with that bullshit about he supports black businesses by subscribing to BET Plus. BET Plus. Black evil television. They have some good shows on the Don't y'all do <laughs> BET Plus like that. Oh, I love BET Plus. I love BET Plus. But Miss Pat show is my junk. I love She's Ms. my Pat. spirit animal. Because she reminds me so much of me. I was like, I love to hear. I am the last 2.0. Give me a white TV show. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because Lance 2.0 favorite TV show is Friends. My favorite TV show is Friends. And I am the one, the only, the incomparable Chantel Houston. Charmy. Oh. I'm gonna like Chantilly Lace might be your new stage name. Bring it to the stage, Chantilly Lace. Ooh, pretty Listen, come face. through. You hear me? With a pretty face. Yes, come through. Hey, girl. Hey. I can't. And we yes, are she is still rocking her. My name is not Susan. <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, youngins, go look up the video. Okay. Listen, so watch what you say. You know what I'm so watch what you say. Oh, Come on, lyrics. Yes. So how's everybody's weekend? How's well, hold up, because weekend? we have to let everyone know that Juicy and Medulla aren't on here tonight. So they will figure it out when they ask. They say shit. Oh shit, they not here. We gotta tell our tell the people our co-hosts okay. are not here because we got um, one of them's with child, I think, and the other one is uh, probably trying to make a child right now. I, I think we got that mixed up. I think one is spending time with somebody's child and the other one is taking care of somebody's child. Oh, I love that too. <laughs> we love the kids around here. And it's all legal. So we are not worried about them, you know, being prosecuted for messing right. with children. No, it's not no, that. Tell them that we all somebody's child. Okay. That's right. I don't know. Some of y'all, I don't know who raised you. Mm, well, I'm weekend. <laughs> I have absolutely nothing to say about that because listen, I am convinced that someone that I was referring that I was talking to for two years was just not raised right. This yeah. makes sense. Makes so sense. I don't even know who raised them. Look, see, I'm in the vein, and we ain't even we ain't even had a conversation about it. I'm already in the vein. <sighs> listen, you already know. You know what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? Okay. You know what I said? I said, I want to start asking people, how did you, do you know how your parents met? Because they have to tell me a lot about you. Were you intentional or were you an accident? Or were you? <laughs> That's a great question. It's like, hmm. I know how my You want no ported all the babies, aren't you? You want no ported all the babies, aren't you? I know you was. I know it. I know it. <laughs> what's your parents' love story? Uh, it was a one-time. It shows. Oh, it shows. Mm-hmm. 
It shows. Okay. So there's no love in that relationship is. At you least they were honest with you. At least they were honest with you. That's all. Mm -hmm. <sighs> one swallow away. Well, all right. weekend, weekend revelation. <laughs> one swallow away. The fuck? Child. That, that would hurt somebody's feelings. That would really hurt somebody's feelings. <sighs> and I'm fine with that. Mm. Weekend activity. Mm. That was everybody's weekend, as Patty would say. Um, mine was real chill. I didn't do anything. I am just coming down off of worrying about everybody else for the last two months. So I'm really glad that I could just not do anything. And guess what? I still had to do some shit because I had to pick up my cousin from the airport when they came back from their honeymoon. And this bitch talk about, oh, so you know my birthday in two weeks, so I think we should do a part. I am all you out. <laughs> Not I'm all okay, but I don't you, have a reserve. I don't have anything left. I just need to take a break. Well, I guess sorry, cuz that's that's okay. You know, but you can play your own. He's saying <laughs> you just married a whole nigga. His whole purpose. Is well, he can plan it. <laughs> All <laughs> purpose is to make you happy. So at this point, if you don't have nobody else to go and do shit else with, that's your plus one. Forever. That's why they gave you away. Here you go. You <laughs> come like, yeah, babe, I think they need a break from us. She was like, no, they don't. They love me. Mm. Okay. Love Look, we can love you, but we still need a break. Look, love is in short supply right now. Oh, not short supply. Well, my weekend was uneventful. I didn't do anything but work. That was it. No, oh, well, that's fine, man. I mean, you got a check, so that's good. Um, true, true, true. Uh, yeah, my weekend was uneventful too, but I did go out Friday. I went out Saturday night and partied. So that's about it. But everything else, I just really smoked and laid <laughs> up in the bed. <laughs> I did, child. I yeah, literally I laid up this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I just smoked and you know laid up all mm -hmm. weekend. That's it. Surprised I ain't do more for some reason. Oh mm. man, doesn't matter. <laughs> words of wisdom. Let's see. Words of wisdom. Um. My word of wisdom is life is like a bank account. You have to put something in it in order to get anything out of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You do have to put something Don't be entitled. Don't just think you automatically going to get some shit just because you breathing. No, 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 no. You got to, you <laughs> got to put something in it. Get something out of it. You know, I agree. Somebody, Look, I felt that. I felt that. Yeah, somebody told me a long time ago, they said, you're going to pay for college one way or the other. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay for it and you go, or you're going to pay somebody else to do something for you because they went. Mm -hmm. Or you could, I mean, you can do it legally or illegally. Either like way, what? you can do something, but you can do it legally or illegally. Either way, you do it do illegally, if you do it illegally, now you got to pay somebody <laughs> for a degree. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's true. Well, what's your words of wisdom? 
Oh, mine? <laughs> Child, I ain't got no words of wisdom. Let me tell you what my words of wisdom going to be. But the hackers, who keep, the hackers who keep bringing every, taking everything, shit down and everything, they need to start hacking mm-hmm. into like student loans. Could y'all Please. hack into... Um... Right. <laughs> Things are necessary. <laughs> Things are necessary. Can we do that? Hack the IRS, go to, you know, just hack those. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because <laughs> then they're going to go back to the beginning of time and audit every day about it to make it go. <laughs> they, oh, we have no record of everybody. Go back. Like, go back. Like, they do that audit, I'm going to be like, bitch, you ain't got no record. I ain't got one either. Shit. <laughs> no face, no case, no proof. Mm. Well, I don't have a word of wisdom either. Cause it's just so much on my dome. But right now, don't worry, be happy. I've had a great day. It's time to manifest your days. Like I woke up very intentional this morning and I just had a great day. I was like, wow. I think every, I'm just going to encourage everybody to just claim that you're going to have a great day and have a great day. That's you it. Had a, you had a grand rising this morning. I did. <laughs> I wish I would have gave somebody's son a grand rising, but you know, <laughs> nevertheless, in due time, I suppose. In due time, is that the new woke thing to say? That's the it new is. Thing. That is definitely. It is. Like, I hate it. Somebody said today. They said, "Don't tell me grand rising. I'm not a biscuit bitch." I mean, okay. I'm like. Grand rising, because it's like now all of a sudden a lot of people are saying that. That's a like, woke thing. It's the it's a woke thing, child. Just tell me good morning, bitch. Just tell me good. Morning. I mean, but you ain't woke, but your eyes wide shut. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we saying everyone's awake? Everyone? No, no, no. I don't feel I like grand fucking rising today. I mean, I rise grand every day. Oh well, hey. Well, men do. I say that men do. You know, there's always a rising. Well, the ones who can function properly, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes it That's grand. a word. <laughs> That's that a word. That makes it grand. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it grand. I'm saying. Ooh, so, y'all, today, foreplay. We're going to get into some foreplay. And, you know, we had discussed that, you know, if you listened last week, it was all about the lyrics from beginning to end. So, we said we were going to bring, break, what we going to, I don't know what we're going to call this. Hmm. Lyrical lyric, lyric breakdown, or we, we have break, a breakdown. Hey, that, that would be a good song hey. to break down too, because bitch, that bitch really. Do, do. One thing about Mariah Carey, who could a great songwriter is Mariah fucking Carey. Absolutely, we didn't write Bone Thugs and Harmonies part though. Now, we she don't know that she probably did. Just <laughs> 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 Mariah, she probably wrote that part for them too. Well, you took credit for it. Now, we don't know if she wrote it. But we know she got right. That's true. Yes, we know she knows she got that. But um, so today's song I picked is one of my, been one of my faves for the past year, Usher Bad Habits. Now, what was that, Patty? That means you're toxic. Do that mean you're toxic? I, I love that song. I love that song from when I first heard it. I was like, yo. Okay, so let's and go. With, so let, let, let's just say what the chorus says first of all, because first of all, bitch, I'm just break this down for you. I thought the song meant two different fucking things until I really listened to the lyrics. <laughs> so, because I just heard the chorus, so I was just going with the chorus. 
So the chorus <laughs> says, I love love. I'm just fucking bad at it. I just mm-hmm. can't escape all of these bad habits. I had way too many one nights. Yeah, I keep messing up my love life. Because <laughs> he was a whore. But I still love that song. But when you think about that, because when I first thought, I was like, well, damn, that is true. A lot of people love love, but they just fucking bad at it. That's a true statement. You know, there are a lot of people who love love, but they just fucking bad at it. They don't know how to get it. So I was like, yeah, I think I love love, but I'm just bad at it. But then as the lyrics go on. (laughs) 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 This, okay, this first verse. Every time I think that I have found the one, I turn around and then another one comes on God. Like a bus. <laughs> I be trying, baby. At least you know the truth. I ain't lying, baby. Every time I say my new girl is the best, then I get another text from my ex <laughs> on God. On God. Like clock, clockwork. Clockwork. She come through. I take her down and buy a new person. Mm. The fuck? Yes. Like I said, like I said, toxic as fuck. But basically, that is your way of saying I love you, but you know I'm a fucked up individual, but I'm still a good person. Well, see, and I didn't take it that way at first. I took it as a person who tries and just doesn't know how to get love right. Like no. So you clearly did right. not listen to these lyrics. I did not. You only listen to the chorus. I don't because listen to the chorus. Dead neck the in the lyrics, first yeah. sentence. And I was just like, this is just like the most amazing fucking thing. Like people, there are so many people who are looking for love that just can't get it right. That they have never cheated. They just feel like they just can't get it right. And then I'm just like listening to the lyrics. So how like, do you not? How do you not get it right? Because there are some people who just don't know how to love. No, no, no. Yeah. But the lyrics. Oh, the lyrics. And the chorus says what? <laughs> I can't I can't escape all these bad habits. Oh, yeah. I had one I had way too many, many one night, aka saying I keep messing up my love life. So you're cheating. I, so let me tell you how I got that, how I interpret that. I had okay. way too many one nights. Like I had so many one nights before I got into relationships that I just don't know how to love properly now. That's how I interpret okay. it. <laughs> And I see that. like when you get into the lyrics, it's just like, okay, no, it's, you're fucking up while in the relationship. <laughs> Correct. And it's like, I'm blaming it on, you know, I'm just insatiable. You know what I mean? It Again, it goes back to that. I've done some bad things, but I'm still a good person. But you continuously do it over and over again. So... Is it, I'm supposed to stay because you have the best mm-hmm. intentions, but your actions are No. And this, because first of all, I just, and this song just made me realize how trash of a person Usher just continuously is. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't, I don't believe that because writing a song does not necessarily mean that you're writing it from conviction. Hold up, because Usher always says every song he writes is from conviction. Now let's go back to the days Let's go back to You Make Me Wanna from his first song. <laughs> you Make Me Wanna. Till then we get to, what did he have? You remind me, and then he had what? Confessions. Confessions. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, what other songs did he, just for all his songs, he was just a yeah, fucking dot dude. com. Like, first of all, Usher just got a catalog. Usher is just, he does. Got a catalog. Yep, trash. <laughs> um, but the thing about it is, but again, that was a part of his, 
No, because he cheated, he's cheated on every woman he's fucking been with. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usher, Usher songs reflect what confessions, like he said, confessions was a true story. It wasn't about chilling because everybody and thought it was about chilling. Right? And he was well compensated for it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, an amazing album. It was. It was definitely amazing album. I'm out of My favorite day. Usher album, I won't know. Um, yes, I love confessions. Um, yeah, that's definitely yeah, one of my favorites. He made a whole album about cheating. It's just like, Okay. Well, I, I yeah, I think it was the whole album is about the complexities of cheating and having best intentions, but still just I'm human. But let's just be real. And I'm pretty sure we'll get into it later, but when you think about it, all artists sing about the controversies of wanting to do the right thing, but I still do this anyway. Even when it comes if if whether it's the person cheating on somebody or the person who got cheated on wanted to leave but can't leave. Well, yeah. Any Mary J. Blige song. <laughs> I, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say Mary and Tony. I was going to say Mary and Tony have never Correct. Mary J. Blige, Tony Braxton, Kelly Price, Shirley Murdoch. Uh, uh, uh. Keisha Cole, don't exclude her. Hell, Fantasia, all these motherfuckers. Hell, Kelly Michelle. Why y'all just calling out the women? Why y'all just calling out the women? Oh, well, hell, keep sweat. Keep sweat. Brutal. Jagged edge. Let's keep going. We'll go back in time. Hell, guy. I like. Let's chill. Let's settle down. That's what I want to do. Yes. Mm, yeah, but mm. I mean, okay, so yeah, y'all got the gist of the lyrics. I just did mm-hmm. not hear that well because I guess I wasn't listening to the damn because you're toxic. That's probably it, friend. That's probably it, friend. I'm not judging you. No, I've never cheated. We established that last week. I've never cheated. You didn't. You did. But you have been toxic. You have bad habits. I have. I have a lot of bad habits. Okay. I'm trying to be Mr. Fixer. <laughs> not woman. I'm a fixer. Somebody told me that. They said, you, they said, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a great boyfriend. I told them what I did for my ex. They were like, so are you a great boyfriend or are you just a fixer? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> there's well, a since you put it that way. Look, I, said, well, it that way. I said, well, damn. I said, well, since you put it that way, I promise. And that did, but it did make sense though, because it's like, I felt like I had to fix people and that made me a great boyfriend. Man, man. <laughs> that does not, and that does not make you a great boy. That's it, Lance, the maintenance man. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh gosh, but yes, I. So I do love. If y'all go listen to that song, you know, all the ushers trash. I think it's still a great song to, you know, go through the lyrics, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this every week with a different song and just talk about it. So I don't mm-hmm. know who's up next week. <laughs> But I love that. I'm glad you actually know the lyrics now, so you know what the hell you're saying. It don't like, matter. Like I'm very happy you just, I, yeah. It don't matter. How you like miss that? I still like. Well, I love the song. I love I the love song. song. It's definitely in my playlist. Don't get it twisted. But I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And if I ever became single again, it would probably be as like a theme song for me, just to. 
not a theme song. I can't. I don't know. Because I could use that when I try and, like, if you ever try and date, if I ever have to try and date again, I'd be like, I love love, but I'm fucking bad at it. Don't go listen to the lyrics, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No way. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's get into, I think we should just go straight into our love versus logic, actually. Because no, before you go, no, hold up. No, so you can grow home. I was going to talk about the missing girls, the missing people. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know the little white girl name who was missing three weeks ago. Um, the one that her boyfriend is now also quote unquote missing, or yeah, they still the other man, girl. Man it's a manhunt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But yeah, it was a big story because you know her and her boyfriend went on a road trip, cross country road trip. And that motherfucker returned in her car without her. <laughs> now, I don't know about y'all, but my family <laughs> would have been at his family's front door. Oh, n- no doubt. <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Camping out in the front yard. Um. But the big, big man, the big thing about this is, is that, you know, they found her body, whatever, and he's there's still a man going on for him. But they've been saying, how come minorities don't get the same coverage as white women do when they go missing? Because black women are the lowest people on the totem pole as per usual. And so a lot of things that happen to particularly black women you won't know unless it becomes until it becomes a hashtag and somebody them took up the calls so somebody you know it them got the attention of someone famous or it was a news story on the breakfast club or some shit other than that people don't really give two craps about you know us when we go missing which makes no sense to me but it's the truth um so i think it's a couple of things i think one is is that the value of Black lives, you know, and there's a hierarchy with that, to Shawnee's point. Um, It's just not valued as high, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I also think that now, not being funny, but there's so much going on, like, and especially in the day of social media, there's just so much. Um, media churn and awareness of this going on and this going on. Shit, I can't keep up. Like, I'm just be real. Like, a bitch <laughs> don't watch the news because it's all fucking negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's just too much to consume for me. There's always somebody missing. There's always an altercation. There's always a shooting. There's always police brutality. There's always, there's always, always, always. So how do you stay on top of all of it? Right. <laughs> how do you give all of it the same amount of attention. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a difference in the way some lives are valued than others, but on the other hand, you know, playing devil's advocate, it's just so much going on. How do you give everything the same amount of attention to? No, that is, that's very true because, you know, it's, to me, you can't just talk, if, you know, we used to have, what was it, America's, well, America's, most wanted was no, was it America's most wanted? America's most wanted was looking for the people who did bad shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, 
I think like when you think of it, you need a show. I think you would need a show or something like that. Ain't that what the ID channel is? That's what, but the ID channel is just like reenactments though. They don't have like a show. What about court? Look, it's (laughs) 1,866 damn channels on Samsung. Pick one and just let it run. And my thing is, but my thing is this here, I I think it also is an entertainment factor. Now, when it came to this white girl um, who was missing, I was instantly drawn in because they were just like, the one they were talking about her, they were just like, oh, her boyfriend came back without her. And um, this was her last message on the trip, da, 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 da. And I'm just like, well, why aren't y'all at his house interviewing him? Like, it was just a crazy story to me. Like, they just kept focusing. They, they gave him time. They gave to him time to get a fucking way. It was like, just like, so I feel like. this was like, oh, bet. Come and get in this RV. We're going to go camping. Bitch, what? Let my motherfucking kid come up missing, and you the last motherfucker. Do you really think you're gonna make it to this camping so, trip? Do you think you are your mammy gonna make it to this camping trip? Well, you know what, Dad? Fucking think not. Because the story is so bizarre, mm-hmm. people are like stuck on it. Like, this is the difference between us and them. You know what I mean? Right. Total difference. And that's I, what I was saying, Petty. I, I think that's why people are like, "What? Like that is so outrageously bizarre." that y'all just normalize like this person just came home with somebody mm-hmm. else's car without them and mm-hmm. y'all actually gonna let time pass to process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to the oh. point we can go camping and i think it's just like you you make such a big deal about it like you said we could they, it, it, that start that story was just so bizarre but i will say it did bring attention like whoever started the whole you know, minorities not being looked for, you know, it did bring attention to some other cases, like um, the guy Jelani Day, he's like 25 years, he was a 25 year old grad student, um, young black guy. And when this started coming out, you know, they were like, well, what about him? He's been missing a month, you know? So that put the story onto him and, you know, his, unfortunately his body was found. Um, But I don't think like, you know, and it's so sad that that happened, but I don't think there was really a story to really put out there to get people interested to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. while we can say that we care about people who are missing, are any of us actually gonna get out there if we see a missing person on TV? Are we, and really getting out there and say, oh shoot, well, let me go find these people. Mm-hmm. I don't look at my next door neighbor. <laughs> now, I will say when it comes to kids, a lot of people, now you will see like the whole neighborhood get out and start looking right. at a child that's missing. Like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 again, but there's a value placed on different lives. Right. The hierarchy. Right. So even when we think about race, you know, ethnic group um, hierarchies, when we think about age, you know, an elderly person versus a child versus, you know, this person, and then not being funny, but then they throw in the whole, the background of the person that's missing. That adds a value on if that person is worth looking for or not, you know, because of what they may be involved in, you know, just all kind of just, just stuff that people use to kind of prioritize what's important versus what's not. And I'm not agreeing with it. No. I'm just... You're making sense of it. And you're thinking about it. Yeah, I just try to make sense of it. And for me, it's, it's a lot. It's it's really a lot because then so story real quick. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend that lives in California, right? Mm-hmm. Her daughter has 
she suffers from, you know, mental illness. She came up missing one day. And of course they're black, they're African-American. Uh, she came up missing. Um, it took them three weeks, three, four weeks to find her that time. Then she came up missing again. The last time they call her, they call her because she had just been abducted and was getting ready to go through the whole sex trafficking right. thing. So because it happened again, because again, she has mental illness. They can't, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like 13, 14 or whatever. So wow. she's she's a girl, but not, you know. Um, and she was at the police station and everything like that, but it caused so much time, effort, and energy for them to mm-hmm. agree to look for her aggressively. Right. Like by the time y'all get to that point, they've had time to move her through whatever the, you know, the ring or the process is or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if she, she's found her yet or not, but you know, because you have to wait so much time before you put out a missing persons, right? Right. But so then with that, that already gives that lead time. Then if you don't get major leads or anything within, what, 48 hours, then it's considered a cold case. So then there's that whole process because now they have to reprioritize what's fresh, what's new, so that they can really hit those within that time frame. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm. it's always something going on and let's just be real 911 is the most used phone number for all (laughs) kinds of things 911 get phone calls for shit that they probably shouldn't even get calls for and you're correct the bitch outside licking the concrete call 911 bitch she Mm -hmm. licking the concrete on her side of the street (laughs) you know it's an alligator in the backyard call 911 Bitch, what they gonna do? Call somebody else. You somebody know, stole my trash can. <laughs> somebody stole my trash can. You know, somebody stole my trash can. <laughs> yeah, what? Like, okay, ma'am, bitch. what's your emergency? <laughs> like, could you imagine being a damn op- uh, the person on the line? Like, nine one one. What's your emergency? Oh my God! This lady's across. Karen is licking the street across the street. Okay, ma'am, what does she look like? Is she bothering anyone? Is she breathing? Are you okay? Calm down. Someone will be there shortly. Like, 911. 911, what's your emergency? Um, there's an alligator in my backyard and I'm afraid for my dog. Girl. Oh, oh, oh okay. 911, what's your emergency? Um, my child is missing. Okay. When was the last time you saw her? Okay. So we can't technically file a missing person until the like it's like it's so many, it's so much rigor rigmarole you have to go. Like, what is that training like? <laughs> like is there a call is there a call log is there a call sheet is there a contact list hey y'all like, we need to interview a um a 911 operator <laughs> oh my gosh so i mean but i know i went oh, the crazy wow. part about it is i have several friends that are 911 operators here in jacksonville oh well so if we really wanted to find out these answers we really could <laughs> i mean it's you know telephone call christmas well, away you know, yeah. damn tree fell. Call nine one one. What? What they gonna do? But I understand what you're saying. It's just so much to like. 
focus on so many other it's so much like I get the missing person like it, it they take you through so much just to find a person now that shouldn't happen you know if a person is missing I think they should you know call the search dogs and everybody out you know but but there's I think, like under, I think it's just like a, I don't know how many I don't know what the average number of people who go missing a day is but yeah um but it's always somebody. It's always somebody's missing. And it's, it's always somebody missing. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, we understand process and procedure, right? So there has had to have been something that has happened over a period of time that has caused the police department to put in time frames before you can file a missing persons. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, why don't you just go? I'm telling you they're missing. Okay, man, we understand that. But we need to. We can't do this until because something has happened previously that has now made them put that process in place. So I don't want to always sound as if you know, police and media don't give everything the right coverage and it's legitimate because it's not. But I do understand that there are certain situations where okay, we have to make sense of chaos. Yeah. So that's how we formalize processes and procedures and stuff. But um, it's just, it, it's just not fair life isn't fair you know if 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 my loved one was missing I would want immediate attention just like the person across mm-hmm. the street their loved one was missing they would want immediate attention and it's like if we only have one person how do we decide who they search for first right right and I think about that because like my grandfather um he went missing my grandfather went missing and I I remember my dad was the one who was on the news when they interviewed him you know they and it was something I think it, I, it was small to us, but it was something that wouldn't have been made a big deal to everyone else because, you know, right. the man is missing from the nursing home that he was in. And, you know, and unfortunately they did find his body. Um, but yeah, you know, it's crazy the way I think we, we all expect for everyone to just stop what they're doing, you know, because we all take it personal when someone's when one of our, when someone we know is missing, I'll say that. But yeah. other yeah, other than that, I just I don't think you know us arguing about who gets the coverage of who's mm-hmm. missing. It should be okay. This person gets cut. No, we shouldn't even be arguing about that. Somebody's missing. Everybody, just get your ass out there and help find them. Right. Okay, that's it. So we'll move on. <laughs> It's love versus logic. When mm-hmm. I have to ask a situation like to see things clearly, that's not. Oh shit! I got stumped. Oh, <laughs> so not happy. you. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Wait a minute. When not having ties to a situation allow you to see things clearly, that's not distorted. We call that love versus mm-hmm. logic. Oh my gosh! I messed up. Oh damn! It's, 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 we understand. It's, it's been a long day. You do it every week, friend. But you know what? I but you know how I feel like that. This is what I feel like. This, the future state of music. The future state of music. I'm nervous. <laughs> it's disheartening. Nervous. It's definitely disheartening. So I was watching um, Funky Daniva. Yeah, I was watching Funky Daniva. Me too. About the 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 state of music yeah. now. And the next superstar. And I really was thinking about that. And me and Lance kind of had a conversation about it because 
it goes back to, and I can take it back because it sparked the idea for me when we watched the BMAs. Because yes. we're talking about the, the, there the were no and the type of artists that are performing there now versus from yesteryear. And then seeing Funky Dineva's um, video kind of re-sparked that conversation for us to have. Like, what is the state of music now? Like, we know that music generally changes every decade. You know, we know that. Um, for me, 90s R&B will always be the upper echelon for me. But that's probably because that's my era. You know, that's that's when I came up because anybody else, they would say the 80s or mm-hmm. the 70s for disco and all the kind of stuff or whatever. Yeah, um, definitely the 90s for me. So what do you miss about music? And what era? Oh, Lord. I miss the 90s R&B because that just, it just does something to you when you listen to it. It's like, that's why people unwind with, 90s R&B because it makes you it's like feel good music and I guess because we grew up on it you know it just created all these happy memories for us back then or because now there's no one talking about love no one's talking about you know oh, they you know, are. I mean not really well, love is the not fine really. it's the fine yeah thing. yeah where it's the bag, bag at nigga where the bag at where the bag at nigga where the bag at because I'm a savage you know what I'm saying like it's not it's just not what it used to be. And I, I miss it because I feel like, what was it? Whitney, not Whitney Houston, um, Molly, you and Danger Girl. That's how I feel about my kids. Because I'm like, these boys that y'all bring home are not raised on, you know, um, Let's Get Married by Jagged Edge. They, you know, <laughs> they, they raised on, you know, Throat Baby. What? okay just have just a quick i think they're more raised i think they're more raised on that because the idea of marriage being the end goal is no longer the end goal for people especially the younger generation that's no longer the end goal for them so you're not going to hear this generation talking about let's go get married because now we realize you know you know back then you know you get married at 18 19 straight out of high school 20 Mm -hmm. 21 these kids are right. like, oh, no, maybe when I'm 35, maybe when I'm 40. <laughs> but, 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 we can't just put it on the kids because now the parents are like, you too young to get married. Well, yeah. You don't know what you want and what you right. like now. You know, you need to live and grow and prosper and stuff like that. Now, to your point, I feel like now marriage is not the end goal. Now, the, the, the goal is to, um, to be successful in whatever way mm-hmm. you deem yourself successful. Right. right. It's about have getting the bag options. now. It's about getting the bag now. Right. And have yeah. options. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't worry about falling in love and white picket fence and first come love, then come marriage, then come the baby and the baby carriage. No, get mm-hmm. your money, become successful, and then have options. The thing is that once you work and grind so hard, you find out that time to pass you by. Yeah. And options are few. But that's the thing. Options really aren't few. Well, I think... Well, and that depends on, like, what you're looking for. Now, another thing I think this generation is, is that, you know, where we're seeing the, the polyamorous relationships. We're seeing the, the pansexual relationships. They're not taking that whole... The, they're not taking the traditional route. Relationships don't go the traditional route anymore like that. But they you know what? Um, to that point, 
now that is being infused in the music. Yes. Exactly. Now they're singing about that, oh, you can do all of this other stuff. You don't have to do that. Love doesn't just look like Anita Baker used to sing it. Mm-hmm. Love doesn't look like your love doesn't look like a woman having to be in the home and taking care of a man anymore. Right. You, now women are saying, no, I can take the lead. I can be that independent woman. I can I can do this. Love isn't looking like the you know the way we we used to look at it. You know, I think a well, Cardi B is a example of somebody who just she's showing. I think she's showing women you can you can try and have it all, but then I forget Austin just cheats on her regularly. But. I'm like, <laughs> like where is she going with this statement? But yeah, I'm she like, is nobody's bagels. She is not. I they wouldn't say not. she's bagels. No, I wouldn't say she's bagels. No, because she's not bagels. But what Shark Cardi B is is she's showing the new generation and how we work things out. We don't go through, mm-hmm. you know, the same situations that other people do through. I, I'm, I'm having a baby and I'm still having a music career. Back in the days, they told you. You couldn't have a baby until mm-hmm. after your first, second, third album. No, but see, no, what I'm talking about is, is that what Cardi B is experiencing, what she's going through is what we know old women to go through years and years ago. Being cheated on and staying with the man is nothing new. But that's the, but no, I'm talking about she's going beyond that. that besides the cheating part, she's showing, okay, I can be married. I can have two kids. I can still get on a career just like she's at Fashion Week after she just had the baby, what, three weeks ago. She's showing yeah. y'all don't have to do this traditional way. I'm showing y'all but, a different way. To do Beyonce stuff. said that. I don't know. Strong enough to yes. bear your children yes. and get back to. And this. that's what the but you but that's the the younger generation are drawn to her for that. That's what they're drawn yeah. to her for. She's showing them you can have it all. At this and maybe point. I'm different because I'm older. Right, we're older. We don't understand. And it's like, to me, she's not doing. It is easy to do certain things when you have the access and the resources to do it. And we're getting mm-hmm. away off music, but we're gonna ride, we're gonna get right back. Oh, on. yes. But it is very different. The things that Cardi B is able to do because of her celebrity and her fame and her money and her resources is very different than Keisha, Shannon, and Ashley down the street who just had a baby who's going through postpartum and can and is a one-income household or is right. in a in a household with two people. But they just struggling to make it work. You know right. what I mean? Heidi Klum had a baby and six weeks later was back on Victoria's Secret's runway. Model ready, not just in a corset. This bitch stomach was showing. You get what I'm saying? So when you have resources, it is very easy for you to snap back and get back into it. Tiana Taylor is an alien. That mm-hmm. woman is so fine. It right. makes absolutely no sense after she had her baby and was back at it. But this is what's influencing the music. I don't, no matter if Keisha them don't have it, what Cardi them are doing is influencing the music. What Tayana Taylor them is doing is what's influencing the music today. Mm-hmm. That's what these artists are saying. Okay, this is what we need to aspire to as a musician. But this, they do it through. But I don't think they do it through visuals. Like, well, I guess you do. It's a medium, so I guess you uh, social media the same way. Social media, yeah. But um. But back to the music, because we were on a whole tangent about that, but we're going to bring it back to the music. So I think 90s R&B for me is when you had to be talented Mm -hmm. to be an artist. You couldn't be microwavable. You couldn't be, um, you had to have the package, the, 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 the it factor, you know, because we do see some artists who are super talented that just don't have the it factor. 
Back then, you had to have it and be talented. Now, if you have it, we can make enough talent manufactured to get you out there for 18 months to five years, and then you ain't hot no more. We ain't spent no money. We're just going to toss you. You know what I mean? So I think the difference between um, then and now, because I would say the 90s was the end of that, because even the 2000s, kind of begin to kind of usher in some people yeah, like, what you yeah. know you have a few that crept through that's like okay well they got it you know but right songwriters aren't the same anymore either nope and this is what when i like well because my favorite um era of music would be the 70s um oh that was a yeah. beautiful time period too the 70s and uh, you know oh. I, the 90s would be my second because the reason and the reason why i guess i i've always I always tell people I have my love for music started. You know, my dad was Parliament Funkadelic, George Clinton all day. So when mm-hmm. I think about the 90s, that everything the 90s did, they took most of it from the 70s, the samples mm-hmm. and everything. You saw a lot of resurgence of the sample in the 70s and the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, especially with P. Diddy and Bad Boy. They sampled everything. Everything. Yes. You that you could not, but the '70s I think was so much live instrumentation, um, vocals, live instrumentation, vocals, songwriting. These people just had it. They they had they actually took their pain and they put it into not only the lyrics, not only their vocals, but the musician playing the instruments. They put their lives and their struggles into everything, and I think that's why the '70s was just like profound. And the one thing I do miss. <laughs> The one thing I do miss about music now is I do miss video shows. I do miss them. <laughs> That's I used to sit back and watch videos all day. Video so mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Rap Six and Park and Rap yeah. City and Rap City from the Street. Oh, Planet Groove. Yeah. Uh, the, box. the Box. The Box. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Oh, what was the other one? What was the other one? It was another one. That was a couple of. Them. It was a lot of them. Yeah, which I guess they still I, have I that miss, too. I but, miss top. I miss top know. twenty countdowns. You know, MTV. Yeah, absolutely. So stuff like that, but um, I think a I lot think, of that stuff has just disappeared with today because there is. I would say there's a lot more money involved, but then a lot of people, I think a lot of the newer artists also have gotten away from the business side of it, which sometimes mm-hmm. cannot be a good thing. Like they don't have publicists anymore. They don't have a producer. I was telling somebody um, just a few days ago, when it comes to R&B albums or just albums back then, when you think of Janet Jackson, who do you think of? Jimmy Jam and Terry. Um, Paula, Paula. Jimmy Jam and Terry. Yeah. You think about, you know, we think about Mary, you think about Diddy. You know, when you think about mm-hmm. um, Tony Braxton, you think about Babyface. But, yeah. but, 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 here, but here's why. Those are what we consider super producers. Yes. Now, because the industry has changed, for people to get airplay and for people's music and content to get out, it doesn't require you to go through a machine to get it. Exactly. So the quality of what's released to the masses doesn't have to go through those hands anymore. 
which is why I feel like the music isn't as powerful as it used to be. Oh, no, that's true. Because you know, you don't have to you don't have to get those approvals and, and go through, you know, you could just upload to uh Apple Music, YouTube. Spotify, and YouTube and SoundCloud. Your, yep. your name and stuff out there. Um, it doesn't require you to get to sit down and go through a studio session where somebody critiques your writing ability or you know, write you a song and you sing it and whatever, and then you know, mm-hmm. you keep grinding until you get it right. You know, back then you release one song. And you let that chart for a while before you release another one. Now you release one song, oh, I ain't doing so well, let's release another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you got three singles out. What's the focus? And it's like, you know, when you you don't have, they don't have, a, well, they don't, they, I would say, yeah, they don't really have a focus like that, these artists today. Now I will say what I do respect about these artists is that they do do a lot of the stuff themselves. You know, they're not, they, they, they're making sure the money is coming directly to them where a lot of our artists back then were, you know, saying, no, I'm broke and stuff. I'm not, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. I have, I'm one albums and stuff, but I think these artists have decided to cut out the middleman and right. say, okay, let's no do No Toyota Rav Force for them, huh? Right. No Toyota Rav Force for them, baby. No. <laughs> but <laughs> also that's not a good thing because, um, like I said, you know, we thought about when artists, al- I, what's another thing I miss about albums is album storytellers. We don't have any storytellers mm. like that anymore. I mean, a complete mm. album. You think about, like you said, Usher Confessions, he told a story from beginning to end on that album. Yeah. Well, you think about- the difference now and then is, didn't producers pretty much produce the entire album? Yes. Song, right. song yes. There? Now you got four different writers and producers on one album that have different points of view. Yeah, and they said, and I, I read that that started with Nas's Illmatic album in 1994. He was the first artist to really have like several producers on his album. And so then every artist kind of started like first of hip hop, they started like, oh, I got to get this producer. I got to get this producer. I get, no, you need a, one producer to guide you through this whole album process. Right. It's, because it's, now it's, you're just throwing songs together and throwing them on an album and calling it an album. Correct. <laughs> but see, here's the thing you can do that. If there's an understanding, like prime example, when uh, and she finds a way to make it into every conversation at some point, Beyonce, Beyonce, uh, the Beyonce album. Remember, she had all of her writers, all yes. of her producers come and stay in that house. Exactly. When they were doing the album, so it was this, it was a consensus amongst everybody that this was the direction for the album. It was called Artist Bootcamp. Um, and when we think about uh, Diddy, when Diddy was trying to find what is going mm-hmm. to be Bad Boy Sound, he got all of his super producers and he shipped them to, what was it? The Bahamas or Aruba or somewhere. And they were there grinding out, trying to figure out what is going to be Bad Boy's sound. Stevie J and all of those folks, what was going to be that sound? And that's when they came out with... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, hypnotized and um, um, uh, more money, more problems, and uh, no way out, Diddy. It's a whole album. Yeah, that whole mm-hmm. album. So it's like they, 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 they. There was a a a a focus. You know, there was a scope that everybody had to stick with. Mm-hmm. And I just don't. And I think that now it's just so everybody just everybody just want to be out everybody just want to be a star everybody just want to put right. me out, because know? somebody and you know another artist i would say of 
well, I guess time of today's artist um, who does that well, who does an album full of different producers, different writers, Rihanna. To me, Rihanna does that very <laughs> amazingly. Right now. She does it amazingly because I think she doesn't just say, oh, give me a song. Rihanna goes in there and she's like, okay, let's adjust this. I don't like this. I, we need to work on this. She's telling them, no, you're not just going to send me a beat and expect me to sing over it. I'm going to review this. We're going to have my team look at it and we're going to see is this really a cohesive song. But a lot of artists don't do that. They just want to beat and say, okay, let me just go ahead and sing over that or rap over it. Mm. Oh, another thing I also miss is I think I I do miss celebrity interviews for the music <laughs> to talk about the music. Let's talk about that. I, I feel like things like behind the music. That needs to be like I feel get the insight. Yeah. That if we brought back shows like we talked about before, like Planet Groove and 106 in Park and um uh video. So that would be a way to kind of reintroduce artists that now you know, we just kind of get them on social media or whatever versus now getting to know them intimately. Now, for me, I feel like that may not work with the old demographic that it was targeted at. Now it should target our age group, you know, the, mm -hmm. the 35s to, you know, the, the 30s to, right. to 45. Because we grew up on that because there's not a show like, um, uh, back in the day with um, Dion Ward, you know, Solid Gold, where you would have people come and perform and, you know, you get to know them. Uh, uh, Soul Train, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's not shows like that for you to really fall in love with an artist and their mm -hmm. artistry, regardless of how many followers they have or how many, you know, whatever. Because to me, that could catapult them. I think the biggest draw to Cardi B is the fact that she is relatable. Well, yes. You know, but yeah. the fact that's the girl from the Bronx. You know, and whether you think she's talented or not, because that's not, I'm not going to call that into question, but because she's relatable and people like her, that's why she's so popular. But here's the thing. She's so popular with people of a certain demographic. Right. If you're over a certain age, you're like, uh, she all right. Because mm -hmm. right. you can't relate to her music. You can't relate to her. And the thing like everybody is, else can. That's true. And the thing is, like, it would, I would definitely admire them. I would definitely think that she could, should cater to an older audience. But at the end of the day, older audiences don't buy music. It's always been shown. The people who buy music are teenagers to 25 because we got bills, we got kids, we got all these responsibilities. We don't worry about the new album that's coming out and going and purchase it on first day. Like I used to when Nobody music used to come out. Now. Nobody's buying music now though. Well, mm -hmm. we don't even stream it. The like Apple Music is mostly streamed by the younger people. Mm -hmm. If you look at the top- I play albums, it in the car. I play it when I'm cleaning up. But if you look at the top stream albums on there, it's all probably rappers you ain't never heard of. Absolutely. The top stream on Apple Music. <laughs> it's like I don't know who's streaming it. No lie, I don't know what new music is until we go out to a day party, a club, or something. <laughs> I be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I think we just yeah, we've gotten to that age because now, now if it's not a video for it, I don't hear it because I don't listen to the radio. 
Yeah, I don't listen to the radio. Because what's on the radio is the same old bullshit that I don't really like. So if it's not a video, and to me, videos is what now attracts me, you know, to see the visual artistry of what the song is. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, I may not really like a song, but once I see the video, I'm like, oh, I like that song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that we could, we definitely need something to cater to these art, but again, I thought they were going to bring back Cedar's World since they had Cedar on the encore. Not that that Cedar, you know. Uh -uh. (laughs) But I was improved. That wasn't the 2000 Cedar. That was the 2021 Cedar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, The graphics was updated. Yeah, it would be, it would definitely be helpful if they brought celebrity in. But then, like I said, a lot of celebrities have taken, a lot of music artists have taken over their careers. Whereas those shows, they had management that booked those gigs for them and all that stuff. A lot of artists are like, I don't want to do that. And I'm just not going to be kissing nobody ass to be on TV. Okay, child. Well, you know, well, you just keep playing. Here's the thing. If you, we've seen people who are not on major networks be able to boom a business. The Terrell show, he gets all kinds of celebrities. And at first he was getting, you know, like D celebrities, (laughs) celebrities. (laughs) And now he's getting, you know, celebrities with some some stock in the game. You know what I mean? But he started as a YouTube channel and his show, it was very niched. You know, hey, Let's introduce these different artists. It's the same concept. It's just now it's targeted differently. Um, yeah. You know, he gets these artists on there. We play a game. We get to introduce you. You get to pull, plug some of your music because you're singing different songs based on word association. Like to me, that was brilliant. It was brilliant, and he's and he's grown his 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 show so much. Like. You know, like even looking at, and it's not music, but it could be, but even like Jada with Red Table Talk. That started out as a small show that was on Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. Now, boom, look. Now it's damn near, it's won won an Emmy. And now they're going to have a spinoff with the Estefans. But them to do Red Table. Look, you're supposed to be white in your entertainment. Don't add and that. I actually, and then I actually do teach one of her songs too. Really? So, yes. I, I think I think that it can it can work. Now TRL tried and failed miserably, but that's because yeah. they didn't change the formula enough. They didn't. You're right. But I feel like if they change it, because y'all remember when Vibe used to come on when uh, uh, Chris Spencer hosted it first, and then it was Simbay. Mm-hmm. Um, UPN, I think it was. Yeah, it was on UPN. I think that show was good. And the closest thing we had to that was Monique. Yeah. But all that damn hollering. Stop hollering at us. Stop hollering yeah. at us. And it, I think so, she had some issues behind the scenes that we didn't see. Is why they didn't work. But it was a good show that lasted for a while. It and I love that she was bringing back really old, like, Black people that you were like, where the hell you be? You know, I love that part. I love that. It catered to a different demographic because of the time of night it came on. Yeah. I think like the perfect show, if they, if if we know it's not going to happen, but like if somebody just came out and they were just like, well, our first interview is with Beyonce. Shit. 
Do you well, know no, the ratings? Do you know the ratings? And people would tune in after oh. that because if Beyonce mm-hmm. came out and said, "Okay, y'all support this show," because then they have somebody else the next day. Like, then you go mm-hmm. somebody who's today's who's you, if you could get like Summer Walker that next day. Okay, now you got to know different another different. But not even. But even if it was a show that came out once a week, to me, you want to start out with somebody that's interesting and that's big to be the draw. Right. Getting somebody who doesn't typically do interviews is an instant draw. Probably. Like, yes. Let's be real. Jay-Z don't get interviewed. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore, he does. Right. He not anymore. He right. Not anymore. anymore. So I think for him to get in, I think he's more willing to be interviewed right now than probably Beyonce. Absolutely. Yeah, because so she's not willing. He would be a draw. You would you have know? to get... Yeah, JP, um, uh, Drake, but Drake is not going to do an interview. But you see what I'm saying? Like, so there's people that you can get to kind of kick it off, and then you introduce, you know, a high profile person, then, you know, mm-hmm. somebody who's new in the industry or whatever like that. And then you let them perform a song or two because now they're going, what, Kimmel? Right. Because what would have been good? Like, Beyonce could do a, like, she, she did do an interview. She'd be like, okay, I got Chloe and Holly here too. Right, 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 and, and pull them. So now, then they're getting some exposure, and then Beyonce may not even perform, but then let them perform. Let them perform, right? That would be like, you know, like do that. I think that's another way that we can kind of, uh, I don't know. I guess refresh Get people back interested, yeah, in music yeah. as a whole. Because I mean, the last like really, really good R and B person that we had, male wise. Was Miguel to me? I think it was Miguel. It'll have to be Miguel. I can't think of anybody else. And it was like super successful, like Miguel. Right. And there you go. As, and far as women, um, Tamar. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say she was super. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say she was super successful though. Not at all. Yeah. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, but she wasn't. I'm trying to think. Well, who Jasmine? I was thinking that, and I'm like, no, we really haven't had anybody who was like super successful since like Rihanna. And see, I'm not even saying like not no that level of success. But if you want to say like if you want to say nobody, now if you want to say R and B, R and B, who was the last really R and B? It would have been SZA, and that's only because Mm. SZA's album is still. In the top 200 of Billboard four or five years later, and the younger generation also always tries to call SZA the standard for today's R&B. Um, but she's not. Okay. Well, for them, yeah, I think she is for this generation. But this generation, they say that that is. I'm just like, oh. I mean, think about it. They think for them, yeah, it's SZA. It would be SZA, or it would be Miss Jackie is the king of R&B. Remember, what about her? Her. Her disappointed. Her would have been good, but her first album disappointed. It did not. Don't know. I love her first album. No, no, I'm talking about the first. The first album is the album that just came out in June. Everything else was um, not albums. Those were not the EP. Yeah, those were EPs. The first album just came out in June. The very first album. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now her about it, so I guess it did exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So she disappointed with the first album. Um. Gene Gene Aiko is the other person who they claim love that, her, well, love her. Oh my god! Uh, and she is the standard for a lot of this high B, um, high R and B. She's the standard for it. Yeah, it's very breathy, very yeah. yeah. 
And see, that's the thing. So, okay, so let's talk about it. <laughs> I, I, I want you to sing, okay? Open your they mouth. They can't. They can't. Open your mouth, flatten your tongue, and let vocals come out. Like, where But you are... also have to remember, a lot of these people were in the church back in our day. So they got their start singing in church. That's they true. They're not going to let you sing a solo in church if you breathy. You singing like Janet Jackson. But, but the thing is, but they still do. You had to have soul. No, that's what the thing is. They say a lot of this generation, like said, a lot of this generation, even my bishop said, they've walked away from church. They didn't grow up in the church like the older singers. Right, right. A lot of these singers didn't grow and up in so the church. This is why we have what we have, and that's why they're the standard. They're the but standard. it's like, because they don't understand. I need someone to sing, and I get chill bumps. Yes. Like, oh, oh my God. No, like, you're keeping me engaged, and there's no one out there, male or female, well, that's, that's not, doing that. I, I, cool. No. Okay. So, Jasmine Sullivan and her, to me, do that. The, do only, the issue I have mm-hmm. with Jasmine Sullivan is, is that I can't relate to her music. I'm tired of her being angry and busting out windows. I can and dealing with it. I don't know. Can you see her? Can you can you see her though? Can you see her? She can. Whole is my shit. You mean whole is my entire life? I I love it. I'm just I'm just I need you to sing about for me. I just need you to sing about something a little bit more substantive than Mm-mm. that. Like I don't know if she can though. Because here's the thing. To me, the blueprint for singing about the soul, the, 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 the heartbreak, the love of, of women. There are a few. Tony Braxton, Mary J. Blige. Damn Skippy. Um, Anita Baker. Hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's another one. I'm missing one. I'm missing one. I'm missing it's one. Fantasia. Even give Fantasia. Fantasia. I would give Fantasia that. Yes, Fantasia. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You tripping. I, I would say to yeah. me, well, I say Fantasia. Let's just I would say Fantasia. What? I would say Fantasia. Yes. Fantasia. Because she has soul. Tamia doesn't have soul. And, and, and Brandy and, and Monica, once about, you know, like to me, that it's just different. It's just, it's just Fantasia. different. And I would say Fantasia to me, Fantasia to me is the best representation of the 70s because of her funk. So she gives yeah. you that. Oh, yeah. Funk. She she um, Indeed. But see, here's the thing. Her but she and emulates Patty LaBelle. The very, kicking off the shoe, she emulates Patty LaBelle. Again, but see, what we're talking about is her entertainment value, not her mm-hmm. catalog. Right. And to me, I think Fantasia has an amazing catalog. I've loved all her myself for the last Me too. The first two, yeah. all yeah. of them. Yeah. The first two were really good. They and, were amazing. And, and she kind of just got good. She had one that I was like, yeah, I got a song here, here, there. The one yeah. that had side effects on it. I really love that song, Side Effects. Mm-hmm. And the last one, she had maybe one song. But the first two, good and solid. But you know what? Jennifer Hudson used to be someone who I thought that was going to be, like, huge. But I think she, her lane is more so probably acting than singing. Yeah, I think it was too... I she can't say I never saw her being huge because I think, mm-hmm. I think Jennifer Hudson was coming around with a time where the vocals were dying out she right. came out she came in the game too late for her type of her type of music her type of sound i think it started dying out around that time um to where and she, she has a very gospel she does right. 
voice and tone and all of that, you know, and it's just a lot of Holland. And Holland has its it has Definitely its place. It has its place in music at times, but you have to be able to do both for me. When I think of somebody who is a phenomenal vocalist, not even just a singer, but a vocalist, is someone who their voice is undeniable. It's very recognizable and nobody sounds like them. So when we talk about some of the greatest singers of our time or my time, that's what I look for. You know, some people say like, oh, well, this person can't sing, this person can't sing. Okay, and that's subjective, but does anybody else sound like them? To Coco's point, they play six bitches and five of them sound the same. For me, I love Kiki Wyatt. She's someone who definitely gives me chills when she sings certain songs. But don't have the it back. Does not have it. All she got is all shit ton of babies. And... (laughs) And fail marriages. Like, that's it. But, the, but that, that goes back, like I said, she's love her though. super talented, but she doesn't have the it factor. Now, if mm-hmm. music industry was what it was back then, mm-hmm. personally, side note, personally, I feel like if her and the bond just became a duo, they would be making oh. millions. Yeah. Come would, on. They yes. would have been killing the game. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they could still give us their album, though. But They know. could. They really could. Like, it's it's something out there. We would definitely listen to it. You would they, give it a listen. Because if they we can listen to all this her. other bullshit, this bebop, duop bop bullshit that we haven't listened to. They would be peaches like, and herbs. I think they would be peaches and herbs. And it I would think be I, Andre and Renee. And what is it, Renee and Angela? Yeah, Renee and Angela. Well, Shaka and um Rufus. Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Shaka. But <laughs> um, I think I'm just tired of microwavable hits at this point. Yeah. Because you know, they don't last. Like, it's a good song for a week or two, um, maybe three. I give you a summer. I give you a summer. It's a good song for a summer. It's but you know what? Ain't nobody summer. sing a hot girl summer no more. Nobody. Mm-mm. No. No. Ain't nobody singing uh, 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 City Girls, I'll Take Your Man. Nobody. No, I'm still saying, I was just thinking that today. But they do still say act up everywhere you go. <laughs> Damn, skippy. I got a whole shirt, baby. Real ass bitch. Give a fuck. But hello. Really? I'm here for it. That's because you're yeah, yeah, but Listen, uh, my child bought but, it for me. And I was oh, like, also, oh my God, thank you. Also, um, groups. I miss groups. <laughs> they can't give them a really good to group, be a group. They won't give them a chance. Not, um, are you Everybody want to be a star. Yes, June's Diary is the new female supergroup, and they won't give them the proper chance. They if they them. had the machine behind them or a super producer to to do to to for to get them going, they'd be perfect. They would be the new Destiny's Child meets Spice Girl meets uh in both. No. I'll pass. Hard no for me. Oh, I think, I think, you know, we did have Fifth Harmony, but no, I ain't never listened to it. I can't tell you one Fifth Harmony song. I did think mm-hmm. Danny Kane had a chance of blowing up, but did he fuck them over? Danny Kane was the next best. They were Danny the Kane, their last album was fucking good. I don't care. Nobody Showstopper. Yeah, come on, Showstopper. And I, you know what? Um, uh, uh, what's uh, Nicole? Uh, Pussycat Dog. Yeah. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? That wasn't even a yeah. damn song. They took that from somebody. Yeah. Story. Um, they were made, they were they were made group. Mm-hmm. 
But aren't all groups now? See, that's the thing. All groups they, they don't have Bell Bell DeVos anymore. They should. people who grew up together. And well, I'm just saying, like the camaraderie. Like, okay, say, you have uh, people who were grown up together because the other two left. Yeah, right. Well, I'm just saying, like, like you know, like a one twelve or jagged. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Something like yeah. that. You don't get that. You Ooh, don't have because, and I don't think you'll ever have a, a popular group right now because of you got BTS. Group, because with groups, <laughs> groups you did have. I think with that's groups, it. I think between vocals, the sheets. I think groups had to have vocals because they had to harmonize. So you don't need that today. And it's not needed. It's just not. I wonder, like when I was in school, we had chords. That was an actual thing. You had chords, you had music appreciation. You learn how to read music. And now I'm like, do they have any of that kind of stuff in school? Like besides band? They still should have chords. I think they do still have chords. I haven't heard anybody say, oh, my child's in the chorus. Well, maybe or they're, they're doing something. Well, singing, both singing isn't popular these days, so maybe they don't want to join. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, hell, these days you ain't got to be able to sing. Just auto Yeah. Oh, but no. I know, when you talked about groups, so I saw something that said that um, Donnell Jones, Carl Thomas, Dave Hollister, and RL was going uh, mm-hmm. considering doing an album together as a group. Yeah, I've seen that. That would be pretty hot. That seems like a room full of drama. But and I'm here for it. All you do is add money. That sounds like a come together. I'll subscribe. That sounds like a recipe for drama. I'll subscribe. <laughs> I would subscribe to it, but that sounds like Ooh, a recipe. That's the male add, um, Listen, add that's the male uncle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but all yeah. don't come from groups, right? Except Donnell. Yeah. And Carl Thomas didn't. Oh, yeah. He was by I still listen to Summer Ring like often. Well, that that will forever be like one of my favorite songs. That's how you know it's timeless music. Now, that's, that's one true. thing he did do timeless music. I think yeah. he did. And I would, Diddy, you cannot take that away from me. Y'all can say whatever y'all want, but that man was fucking, he ruled the fucking 90s. He did. Yeah, he did. Um, well, according to uh, Jermaine Dupree, uh, I'm in rooms that Diddy can't pay to get in. Which is probably true. Songwriter I can't even front. It probably is true. Songwriter and Hall best of believe, he probably don't want to be in those rooms any motherfucking way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Because what, did, because what did Diddy already told him? Don't worry if I write rhymes. I write checks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's so. what I said, but and that's why I said, like, everybody was like, you know, when, when Diddy said what he said, you was like, you know what, Diddy might have fun, but then when you really think about it, like, no, no, Jermaine Dupree got hits too. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm kind of banking on Jermaine with it now, although I was a big Diddy fan, I used to, everybody, you know, I used to Still am. New York. Yeah. Um, I was like, don't sleep on Jermaine because Jermaine got Brad, he got Chris Cross, he got Mariah, mm-hmm. he got Janet, he got Escape. Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. He got... But he got Usher. Lil Bow Wow. And Usher. And Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got every... He got... You got to go outside, even outside of So So Death. Jermaine was the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to get into We Love the Shade. We love the shit. We love it all, y'all. 
Super Bowl halftime shows coming up in 2022. And they have announced that Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar will be headlining this year's halftime show. This is going what to city be the blackest. Hmm? What city is it? Oh, is the Super Bowl in this year? Because that is a very, West Coast. very uh, uh, urban halftime show. Yeah. Like it, there, there's no crossover appeal with that. Mm-mm. So now unless you're gonna bring Martha Stewart out there, honey, that's about it. Uh, and she just might be there. And she know, just might, right? You know, you got Eminem. Eminem belong to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, it's in Inglewood, California. That explains. I that. knew it. I said, listen, I, 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 very, very West that. Coast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But Maybe. I think this is going to be the blackest, highest. Super Bowl because Snoop Dogg is going to get everybody hot as fuck. It's going to be, and it would make, <laughs> and it would make sense because of everything that is that has happened in the country. It would make sense. It would make sense. I think it's going to be an amazing show. But I interested to see how they're going to spend twelve minutes. That's a lot of damn people for twelve minutes. But they did it in two thousand one too. They did it in two thousand two because this is Mary's actually second time doing the Super Bowl. They did it in two thousand two when they had Nelly, Britney Spears, Aerosmith, Mary J. Blige, all of them do it. So they can get it. Um, it's just gonna they gonna have to stick to the other classics. I mean, of course, we know Snoop gonna have to give us gin and juice. Dre's gonna have to mm-hmm. give us. Um, Gin and juice at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's gonna do that he's one. Gonna have, no. gonna be oh yeah, he's gonna have to do it. They always do the biggest hits at the Super Bowl. He's definitely gonna do Gin and Juice as his biggest hit. He's gonna do Gin and Juice. Dre is gonna do um probably forgot about Dre and um his what was the oh, first yeah. song? Nothing but a G thing. He'll probably do nothing but a G thing. Just so we know, y'all know they're gonna have cars out there with hydraulics, right? Yes. No, <laughs> well, I can't wait. I, I, I want to be in a low rider. <laughs> I really cannot wait. I want, like, I want to be in California for this because they're gonna really yeah. show the fuck out. And so, I mean, Eminem by himself, mm. incredible. I'm not a big fan of Eminem, but me neither. No, he, got some, like, mm. he got some dope. He got some dope songs. I mean, he does. I, I don't. I don't. I wonder how they're gonna fit Mary into it, but she don't say no. Sure. You, you know, I'm trying to think. What Mary does Mary have a song with any of them? She has a song with Dre. She had she has she a song has with um. What was the guy? The game hated or love it. <laughs> the underdogs yeah. don't talk. But they might it, actually they might do that. But no, she has. I was thinking like she might do Family Affair because that's Dr. Dre produced it. Um, and that's her uh, biggest. Hit. That's her biggest. Okay. Hit. Yeah, oh. and she got um the one with Dre. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I think however that goes, it's going to be a hot Super Bowl, so I look forward to it. Um, Moving on. Will Smith's GQ interview. Did y'all read his interview in GQ? I didn't. Look, Will, like, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Habits. There we go. That sums it up. You was was on the money, um, Lance. Bad habits. Bad habits. But... It's agreed upon. He said it's agreed. It's, hey, they have a mutual agreement in their marriage. And the thing about it is, he technically didn't admit to cheating. He said that if I did, there are some people I have crushes on, you know, and mm-hmm. if I had the opportunity, it would be this person, this person, this person, this person. Well, so, you know, it's very what if scenario. 
This is just like OJ. Like, if I would have committed murder, this is what I would have done. That's exactly what that shit gives me. Yeah. Okay. No argument here. <laughs> but I think it was just really dope for him to just, you know, open it. Although I think his cover was not that attractive, but um, I think it was just good to see him open up about their 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 unconventional marriage that they have, mm-hmm. as everyone would like to say. But I have no problem with it. I'm all for open marriages. If that's what you like, you I love it. Um, <laughs> just saying, pray for Whitney. Pray for Wendy Williams. Um, she her show was postponed again. I don't know what's going on there, and um, it's actually none of my business. But we're just gonna continue to pray for her. Uh, Cardi, we already said Cardi B returned to Fashion Week last week. To me personally, I think she killed every look except for one. Mm-hmm. But I think she killed every look from Monday through Sunday, and she's still killing looks. So big ups to her, like even just returning after having a baby three weeks later to say, you know what, I'm going to come fuck it up at Fashion Week for all y'all. Um, Britney Spears is free. I'm a No more. What are the Neptunes? What are the Neptunes? Can they produce something? Neptunes are still producing. Can they produce something? They do. They produce a lot. somebody? They produce a lot. Can they produce something I actually want to hear? Like, you know, because I think the Neptunes, the Neptunes produce a lot. They produce Ariana Grande's last, not the last album, but the album before Let's that. try this again. Something I want to hear. No, I'm oh, kidding. Because I actually did that. like Ariana Grande. Like Ariana. <laughs> like, I love her. I don't, I don't, I don't like the damn ponytail. But. She gave us a little, she gave us a little one, two tune. But they, gave us, good, they gave us some good Britney Spears bops too, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but her father, they did remove her father as her conservator. Um, last week, you know, I think she had been on a conservatorship for 13 years. She had no control, and they have a documentary on Netflix. I think everyone should check out. Um, they are one on Hulu, that that's how I found out everything about you know, conservatorship because I had never heard of one, but just looking at her the documentary on Hulu, it was very informative, but good to her. So she can make her own decisions from now on. So do you know who Britney looks like now? No, I'm not. You, don't you do it. I'm about to. Please do it. Please do it. She looks like um, Kim Richards mm, from Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. I'm like, wow. She, she, looks, she looks like her now. Oh. You know, so. mm. Ooh. Well, Portia you look is- you know I'm up here. <laughs> Am I right about it? Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I was trying to move the fuck on because I'm I'm up here googling this as comparing pictures right now, y'all. Am I right about it? <laughs> he is right, y'all. I just gonna say he is right. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Oh, and they easily forty years apart. Anyway. Let's mm-hmm. talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm glad. Portia and Cynthia I am too. out. I'm glad. And I, mm-hmm. and it's not that I'm glad because, you know, the whole missing of the check thing, because, you know, people are like, I'm never going to wish somebody not to get a check. Whatever, not even that. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm they for this check. the end of their story. You know what I mean? I feel like somebody else needed they need to go, Candy to go ahead and exit stage left too. So that means yes. they got rid of Candy. 
Portia, and Cynthia. That leaves um, Kenya, Drew, and Marlo. We're going to go on and add Sheree back in there. We're going to go ahead and add Phaedra back in there and then bring a new chick. I would love for them to add Phaedra back, but they didn't include her. I think from the looking at who's coming for this season, the final cast is looking like, of course, um, Kenya, um, which we said, Sheree, yeah. Candy, of course. Um, what's the girl who was on the last season? Drew Sador. Drew Sador. Yeah, Drew Sador. Yeah, she, I think she has her peach back. And um, Marlo. Mm-hmm. And um, some new girl. Um, I don't... Is she a, um athlete or something? Oh. But it's a new woman that they introduced her to. So. Oh, I hope she ain't nothing like mm-hmm. um, OJ. OG. <laughs> um, that was not you mean nice. McKimbo Slice? Look, she's hmm. looking like Mutombo. But I actually I, I, I watched last season of Housewives of Atlanta, and I probably won't watch this season because it still doesn't seem very interesting to me with the cast. I don't watch it. I don't. I don't watch. I, it. I, I mean, don't it's it not entertaining anymore. Um, I feel like now it's just it's just boring. It's it's lost its luster. I feel like now we're coming up into a time where reality TV, the formula for reality TV has to shift a little bit because now, because we have these other shows that have newer and fresher faces that we just don't know all about them is why they're more entertaining. Uh, Yeah. Like for example, Housewives of Beverly Hills They've been around for a minute, but they refresh the cast ever so often, where it's enough mm-hmm. new people introduced to add a new element. Uh, Potomac. Potomac is not as old as Atlanta, um, but if you look at it from the original cast to where they are now, there's only three people from the original cast. Four. Right. Four. Because Ashley was original, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Ashley was original. Mm-hmm. Ashley was original. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they've rolled in three and four people since then. Yeah. yeah. Because you had Wendy, um, Amy. Is her name Amy? No. Kate. It's Katie. not Amy. Katie. I know it's a white name. Uh, Katie. She was on there the first season. She rolled out and came back on as a guest. And now she's going to. No, again. I was like, who is Katie? Yeah. She was the other one. She's going to. Yeah, the black girl married to. No, the black girl married to the white man. Or engaged. It Whatever. was one of those. She was born in the first season. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Sharice. Yeah, Sharice. Sharice and Monique. So they rolled in quite a few people in a very short period of time. They did. And, yeah. You know. And I can honestly say, I don't think they, to me, Potomac has not gone down that road of having a horrible season yet. I think that's coming <laughs> as these ladies get older. I think it's coming. But I think, like, if they could keep the ball rolling, like, even with Married to Medicine, I think Married to Medicine has done an excellent job of keeping the ball yeah. rolling. Um, despite even with the pandemic, you know, I think they still kept the ball rolling, whereas Atlanta dropped that ball fucking big time. But but Atlanta wanted to showcase because they had Portia, you know, they was going to make a whole about the whole movement and all this other kind of stuff. And then the whole, it's... Yeah, they dropped the ball still on that. I was just like, it was... No one wanted Portia Luther King. Right, but aren't they finna do this whole new, um, like this cross 
cast show where it's going to be. People got kicked off that they, they're going to do because mm-hmm. Anchor is on that one, I think. The one that they have the all-star housewife all-star yeah, I'm like all-star they ain't compete for shit <laughs> not a damn thing except our damn time they competed for the they competed for their spot on the show did they <laughs> <laughs> well they do that every season you know you have to compete for your spot on that show i wonder if now nini has been through and everything will they extend an olive branch for her maybe not i wouldn't not that you done drug us i don't think they will yeah for bravo yeah i don't know yeah. Um, and then Salt Lake. Salt Lake is good. Really? I'm trying to get into it. I can't really. Salt Lake is good. I like Salt Lake. Oh, uh, well, if you want to keep them out, I think they start film, keep them out. They start filming next month and probably sometime next year. I'm not keeping up with them like that anymore. It's that's one show that I think they can kind of bury the hatchet with or just revamp, revamp or something. I went from not watching the season to only watching the reunion to not even watching that night. Yeah, I was like, oh, not even, it's not even worth it. All right, so it's time for answering for a friend. Okay. Hi, no shit, Sherlock. My name is Ariel from Miami, and I have a guy. Real fast. Take it to the head. City Girls official. City Girl official. Wait a minute. I'll, before I get into the letter, because somebody said that how you from Mississippi and Alabama claiming to be a city girl and y'all don't have no cities. Oh. <laughs> I'm just... They got time, sure. <laughs> Anyway, getting back to this letter. Getting back to the letter. My name is Ariel from Miami, and I have a guy who has been trying to give me the D, but we have a problem. He used to be my homegirl, Sneaky Link, for five, Sneaky Link for four years. Well, this was five years ago. I'm considering testing him out, and I mentioned it to my friend, and she said, go ahead, because the D is amazing. My question is, should I go through with it, or should I just sit this one out? Because he had- You already got to go ahead. You That's what I would say. say. For one, number two, if you want to do it, just go on and do it. So the funny thing is, is that if it was her sneaky link, how you know that? Because she probably, I mean, sneaky links, you know, you always tell your friends something. Though. Yeah, you always tell your friends. Now, look I always tell friends. I don't. No. Of course not. Look, of course not. <laughs> but, yes. I think, yeah, I'm like you. I think go for it. Like, um, first of all, it was a sneaky link. She doesn't own him. They weren't in a relationship. They weren't in love. And she, even if she did, even if she didn't approve of it, I'd say still fuck him because she don't own him again. But, but isn't that weird? No. Why would it be weird? No, because look, Missy told us a long time ago, you can give a recommendation. She gave a recommendation. She was like, it's good. So hmm. now. The only questions you'd have to ask, like, have you y'all discuss it? Make sure that she ain't got feelings for this dude or anything. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. I'm uh, yeah. You. Because I asked you, <laughs> and you said, go for it. It's good. Then, bitch, if you didn't say what you meant and meant what you said, that's on you. Dying on me. I agree with that. I agree. Um, I say, fuck them. You know, dudes, dudes do it all the time. Dudes do it all the time. All the time, too. That's true. Put it on dudes. Women do it all the time. 
they just a little more uh, 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 slick. Really. But I don't think I've ever heard like women pass around guys like, oh, you can get them next, you can get them next. But dudes, they just be like, oh yeah, I fuck that bitch, you can fuck her too. I know a group. <laughs> I know a group of seven women, and there is two guys that has fucked five of them. So they do it willingly. Well, they know it. So. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm like him in a group, and he's had five of them. Yikes! Oh well, I mean that's that works. I guess mm. well, think about it. Just think about it. When you have sex with someone, and you tell your friends about how good it is, what do you expect to happen? Seriously, what do you expect to happen? But yeah, for them to go fuck them. That's what no, my, no, 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 no. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, even though you talk about it, I don't think a lot of women like talk like dudes and be like, oh shit, let's all go have him. Let's go all fuck this one dude at the club. But, right. But dudes would be like, dude. I fucked up. You could fuck up. We can run a train on her. You ain't gonna hear right. women like, let's go run no train on her. No, <laughs> not at all. That's not what we do. Well, I don't think it's it's different in recommending or passing him. But if he tried, this, this situation was the guy put, pushed up on the girl, young Miami, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Ariel. Ariel, yeah, Ariel point of view. That's it. Um, he pushed up on her. So it was just like, hey, he trying to give it to me, you know, what you think? I know that's your sneaky link. And she was like, go for it. It's not like she said, oh, girl, Ariel, did good. You might want to push up on that. That's not how that happened. So her getting permission to say that, oh, it's cool, ain't going to be no issue if I do, is different than her saying, hey, you should go get him some. Yeah. And it's I think, different. but but I think she may be convicted still just because of that girl code thing. That's what it sounds like. She's still convicted and she still has conviction there. Regardless if she went to ask her about it or tell her about it, because I don't think she asked her, she told her, and the girl was just like, oh, girl, fucking. Mm-hmm. You got your consent. Wow. I know. I'm confused. Yeah. Why is you still concerned? Yeah, that would, I'm like you. I wouldn't be concerned. Like, if I have my consent, you know, I mean, bitch ain't got to give me consent. But- Ariel, if you are <laughs> overthinking it like this, then don't do it because you nervous about something that may or may not be an issue. So to keep your peace of mind, don't do it. Now, if you already got your consent form signed and you're good with it, then just do it. But if you have all this second thoughts about it after you and already got permission, don't do it. Yeah, I agree. Because it's, 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 it's good. Like she says, it's good. You're going to go back. Yeah. And I'm not, mad at you. I'm not mad at you to keep going. Back. Not at all. Now, if you're not the kind of bitch that can, um, that, that get emo, if you get emotional, you don't know how to put your feelings to the side. You might not want to do Right. Yeah. Well, that concludes our show for today. We thank you guys. Yeah, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to No Shit Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. Feel free to send us emails to that email address, or you can follow us on social media at No Shh, that's S H H. Apple does not like our shit. Feel free to leave us a comment or a review and send us any topics or answers for friends, and we are out. Woo, peace!